What's going on, guys? Hope you all are doing well. Welcome back to the Run Free Podcast. This is episode number 14. Really excited about this one, guys. It's been a long time coming. Got some mantras coming at you. Uh, but the name of this episode is going to be called Handling Negative Thinking on the Run and Mantras to Feast on. And that will all make sense as we kind of get going into it. Um, something I've been thinking a lot about just today. I was out, today's Monday, I'm recording this. Probably released it on Friday. So I've recorded three episodes on three successive workouts in a row. And uh, today, what I was doing was 16 by 800 meters with 60 seconds rest. So you guys can kind of get a flow of my training and how I'm kind of formulating it here. Um, you know, we talk about run free training. Our goal is to build bridges between where you're at and where you want to go and so that's what you're kind of seeing with the flow of my training where I go like one day with like short broken up like threshold intervals they're not traditional intervals where you're going you know mvo2 max style really deep they're more like running slightly faster than you would if you were just to say go run an eight mile threshold so I'll do those one day a week and I'll come back and just do a straight threshold so I'm, I'm working at faster than threshold pace but just slightly and breaking it up and then coming back with like just a pure threshold effort and uh man it seems it seems to be working but i think uh, today was a very i had a big old piece of humble pie today how many of you guys are with me how many of you guys have had that before i don't think any runner alive has never had a big old piece of humble pie at some point throughout their career and uh, i've had many i think i've had more than my share to be honest i feel like i just like have it most of the time <laughs> but uh that's all part of the process you know i've talked about that before on the pro- podcast and this is something i have to remind myself of. i was hammering myself with this in my mind today as i was just like suffer fest so i ran my 800s you know and i was telling you guys i'm starting to come around i'm getting to the point to where you know i ran under six minute pace for eight mile threshold the other day but today like i was having a hard time running eight 800 meters at my threshold pace what i can usually just do for eight miles so not a good day for me my last 800 was like 324 or something i was like ah i don't think i've seen that time for a a time of one of my 800 meter repeats since like my freshman year in high school so (laughs) it was a super humbling experience for sure but again it's just all part of the process and running is so weird guys it's like you got to just embrace the weirdness of it because like yesterday i felt phenomenal the day before that i felt really good and maybe that was part of the problem looking back on it like you know i still make stupid mistakes even though you know i'm coaching and been doing this a long time but um you know sarah's in a very different phase of training than me and she's kind of moving along on like all of her runs and so i'm trying to run with her but i'm also trying to do these hard workouts as well so when i'm feeling good i get kind of sucked along to run faster than i'd usually run because i'd usually just run like eight minute pace 8 30 pace on my easy days and that's it you know and then yesterday we're out running under seven minute pace the day before that running under seven minute pace which i would never do that even when i was running professionally before so that might that was probably a big factor because i didn't feel under fuel that felt really good but like i had a ton of pop i told sarah on my run yesterday i was like I feel like today is the first day, you know, I was talking to you guys about how like running hasn't felt good, like hasn't been feeling fun. And I'd say yesterday there was actually like this magical moment. I feel like the clouds like parted and the sun came out where like my stride felt good. I felt fluid. I felt bouncy, felt light for the first time. 
and uh, I was like, whoa, like it's coming, you know, it's coming back. I kind of feel it coming back. And I told Sarah, I was like, this is the first time I've like felt good since I started training like eight weeks ago, two months ago. So that was nice. But then, you know, with the expectation, then going out today is like, oh, I'm going to feel good today, which is fine to expect to feel good. And, you know, you know, it's going to be hard. And even though if you're feeling good, you're still going to be working hard and all that. I knew that. But man, I wasn't expecting it to be. I just felt flat. My, my legs felt heavy and uh, just was just breathing like a truck and just struggling out there. So there's those days that are going to happen in either training or racing or both probably in both if you're like me um where they're just tough days and you don't necessarily understand why i couldn't pinpoint anything i didn't have any stomach problems nothing like externally was going on with the weather the train or anything it was just like i just felt super heavy so this is all a part of training and i was talking to you guys last week about how you want to feel like you're absorbing your training like a sponge and but that has to be a big picture outlook it's you can't freak out if you have one bad workout or if you have a couple bad workouts like you're looking at kind of long-term trends so from week to week you want to see progress but you might not even see progress from week to week it might be more like every two weeks or every month which is why i typically don't like to repeat workouts until it's been two weeks because i find it's very hard to see growth from week to week And so I like to switch things up so you're not expecting to see growth from week to week. You're not repeating exact workouts so you don't get bummed out if you're like, this is the same exact thing I did last week for 10 by a K with 90 seconds rest. So anyways, I was out there running today and having to deal with a lot of negative thoughts, you know, and um, I was thinking about how this works really well, actually, with this episode talking about mantras. Because I was thinking about it actually last night. I was awake a little bit in the night, couldn't sleep. And I was thinking about how like really like negativity, when I'm having negative thoughts, like I usually see that as like defeat that I had the negative thought. But having the negative thought is not defeat. Like what if I just flipped how I saw negative thinking? I flipped how I responded and react when those negative thoughts come into my mind. And I changed the way I frame negativity that I have on the run all the time like I had today. I changed that to being more seen as this is actually like similar to hunger pains that you get. Like the reason why you get hungry is because your body needs nourishment. It needs something. It's its way of communicating to you, hey, I need this. And I was thinking about it, I was like, man, I think it's the same thing with negativity for me. Like, oftentimes these negative thoughts come right when I need encouragement the most, right? Like, like right at the hard point of a race, the pack's getting away from me, and I'm get, starting to get frustrated, and then all these negative thoughts start rolling into my mind because my mind is like, I need encouragement right now. So what if... And I I tried to do this a lot throughout my career. Like, let's change how we view negativity when we're out there training and racing. And let's see it as like, this is my cue that my body is telling me I'm hungry. Like, I need nourishment in the way of mental encouragement right here in this moment right now. So in that way, like, negativity is actually a good thing. It's just reminding you, hey, I need some encouragement right now. So this is where mantras come in, actually. Um, You know, like oftentimes negative thoughts, like I'll try and flip them around. So like today, for example, I'm out there running and I'm thinking, 
man, you're so far away from where you need to be and you only have like nine weeks till Houston, like you're in trouble. Like these are the thoughts that are starting to go through my mind as I'm looking at my watch and seeing the splits coming in that I'm not liking, you know, like these are the things I'm having to battle the negativity I'm facing in my workout. And like, I, I use that as being like, okay, like that is my, my mind signaling me to tell me I need some encouragement. So instead of like focusing on, yeah, like agreeing with that negativity and being like, you're right. Like I have so far to go. I'm never going to make it. Um, you know, how could I expect to make this much progress and this much ground in two months time instead of doing that and agreeing with the negativity being like, okay, this is a reminder, like what is true in this moment? And the truth is like training has been going phenomenal. I've made a ton of growth. Um, I'm a totally different runner than I was two months ago. And, uh, and I'm on track. Like I've set, uh, little goals to get me to where I want to go for Houston so I can pay Sarah and I'm on track with those goals like I'm hitting the times I need to hit and like I said you know I not every workout's going to be great but looking at the big picture can you zoom back and talk to your na- negativity and be like this let let me tell you the truth of the situation because you're t- usually negativity is telling you the truth of that little tiny narrow situation that you're in of how you're feeling right now at that moment um usually negativity is not speaking from a big broad um eagle eyes viewpoint it's, it's speaking from like momentary weakness lack of strength uh, frustration physically not feeling good like that's what it's speaking from and so it's super helpful when you can zoom back from that and and look at the big picture and you can always find this is is something i was trying to do my last four reps i was you know 12 800s into it i still had four to go and i was i don't know if you guys have moments like this where it's like uh four more like how am i gonna get through this and I was like, let me just think about stuff that I'm thankful for. It's like I'm out in the middle of the forest. It's a beautiful day in Flagstaff. I'm healthy. I'm getting fitter. I'm doing something that I like to do. Like I have so much to be thankful for. My family's healthy. Like you can always find things to be thankful for. And that's also another great thing to um introduce into your mind when you feel negativity and negative thoughts creeping into you while you're out running and working out Uh, but another thing you can do is just start focusing on the positive you know like you can be like okay this negativity maybe i can't flip it around and turn it into a truth to focus on but what i can do is find a mantra something to encourage myself with because like i said your mind is like craving it's hungry for encouragement when you're getting that negativity coming into your mind so i want to go through i have like 28 mantras so this might be a good uh, episode if you have the time to sit down with a pen and paper and just write out your favorite ones you know and the reason why i have like these are all mantras that i use currently and that have worked for me in the past and currently work for me but like every situation every day is different and oftentimes you know one of these mantras might not work it might not fit the situation so i gotta pull on another one so this might be you know a good time to kind of write down all these ideas and try them out in your training when you feel that negativity creeping into your mind in the race and workout try pulling out one of these mantras and focusing on that 
because mantras are just so so been so helpful for me throughout my career because oftentimes when i'm physically exhausted in a race or in a workout like i just need something really simple to focus on and also too like my favorite thing about mantras are mantras that get me to run the right effort level because i find like like for example today having a tough workout i wanted to run like 15 seconds per 800 faster than I was running today. But I know, and I know myself, I know like when I'm having a bad workout, I want to press harder, but it's actually, that's the time when you want to be nice to yourself. And I always tell my, my athletes that I'm coaching, like we press, we add repetitions, we go further, we go harder, we go faster when you're feeling good. If you're not feeling good, that's the time to pull some repetitions out or just make sure you're just running the right effort level and don't worry about the pace. Like that's the time to make the adjustment to be good to yourself and not to, you know, dig your hole deeper and deeper. You can really get yourself into a really bad physical state when you press when you're not feeling good. And this I think is the what's behind the phenomenon when you have a good race. Have you guys ever experienced this where you just like have a great race run a pr you feel amazing and then you go cool down you feel like a million bucks you feel good the next day you come out of it really well you see this on tv all the time with like people after they smash the world record and they just like jog across the line they're waving to their family and they don't even look tired you know um compare that to or contrast that to when people have really bad workouts and they just go to the well or a bad race and they're just going to the well and going so deep and they stumble across the finish line and then you go and you try and cool down you can barely even move your legs it's because you went deep when your body wasn't feeling good so that's just a principle to kind of train by is like if you're feeling good like yeah do extra go faster if you're not feeling good be good to yourself like cut stuff out it's not failure to listen to your body that's the most important principle in training is listening to your body while you're out there so anyways that was kind of a side tangent but uh so i'll just i'll just kind of go through these mantras kind of quick maybe give a few examples of times they've worked for me but just kind of kind of fly through them um and like i said hopefully these just kind of get you thinking about things to think about when you're feeling negative when you're getting starting to get down on yourself or even when you're just having a really great race like these kind of help you get even more excited and, and stay in a good mental emotional spiritual spot so the first mantra i have is uh what you really want you already have so this is one that i like to think to myself when i'm on the starting line because oftentimes i'll be feeling pressure like oh like i really want to like hit this time or win this race or achieve this performance you know and so this is a great time for me to just remind myself like actually like everything that i really want everything that really matters is is already inside me and i i think often about like what jesus said when he said behold the kingdom of god is within you and i think he was kind of saying something similar to that effect of being like it's already there it's already inside you everything that you want it's it's already there um reminds me of uh just i was gonna say that jim carrey quote but i think i talked about that last week on the podcast about how um you know if he wishes that everyone in the world 
got all the fame, all the money, everything they ever wanted so they could realize it's not enough. <laughs> That's because like it, what you have is already enough. Like you just being you created in the image of God like is enough. You are dearly loved. And so these are things I like to think about when on the starting line I'm feeling a lot of pressure, feeling a lot of weightiness about trying to hit a performance. And this just helps kind of deload that pressure. So again, that one was what you really want, you already have. Um, the next mantra I have is uh, find your dot, 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 and then I like to in, uh, insert various words. So my favorite one of, of this particular mantra is find your peace. I was actually thinking about this today during my workout, you know, out suffering and feeling myself like wanting to work harder, you know, wanting to press through it, to just struggle through it, to just try harder. And uh, that's when I like to remind myself, find your peace, like relax, like relax your shoulders, relax your neck, relax your neck, like just relax, just find your peace, like find your sweet spot, you know, because when you find that sweet spot, I guarantee you you're going to perform better. Like the way to maximal performance isn't trying harder. It's by finding your sweet spot and just letting it come out. So I love to just remind myself, find your peace, find your peace, especially when like craziness is going on around me. Say if the weather's crazy, especially with the wind. Oh man, how many of you guys get frustrated when the wind is just like knocking you right in the chin as you're running a marathon, you're 20 miles deep in the marathon. All of a sudden you just feel this pesky wind like right in your face and it's really easy to just get frustrated. And I talked about this in my book and run the mile you're in that happened to me at the 2012 Olympic trials when I was leading the entire race and it was windy out and I was just, I started getting frustrated at one point in the race and I really lost my peace and lost my connection with God. And that was just a huge learning experience for me. You know, fortunately I was able to hold it together and get to the finish line, but it was a huge learning thing for me of like, you cannot let yourself get frustrated out there. So when I start to feel that frustration creeping in because of the weather, because my stomach's messed up, whatever it might be, I have to remind myself, find your peace, find your peace. And I'll just literally just repeat that over and over and over again until I feel myself start to relax. Um, other versions I like is find your joy, find your joy, like find something to be joyful about right now. Find your love, get outside yourself. Find something to think about that that fills you with love right now. Um, but you can insert kind of whatever word works for you in that moment. Uh, next one kind of goes with what I've already been talking about, so I won't spend a lot, lot of time on it, but it's just let it out. I'll just say let it out, let it out. So instead of trying harder, like I was talking about, instead of forcing my fitness to come out, I just remind myself, just let it out. Just let my fitness out. And I'll just repeat that over and over again. Especially early on in thresholds is a great time to tell yourself, just let it out, just let it out. You don't got to force it. Just let it come to you. All right, next one is relax and flow. Uh, I love, this is something I really learned during my time at Stanford. Like the way to run fast is to relax and to let it out and flow. So oftentimes when I'm running thresholds, I'm running races, like I just tangibly tell myself like, 
tangibly tell myself <laughs> i just tell myself just relax just relax you know like i'll like relax my shoulders i'll kind of shrug them up and down oftentimes i'll put my arms down just kind of shake them out because you know how you guys well i don't know about you guys but i i hold tension in my shoulders usually and i hold it in my arms and like as i get to the end of races my shoulders just come up and up until the point they're like almost touching my ears you know and so this is a good time for me towards the end of races when i'm trying to kick just being like just relax and flow relax and flow relax and flow and just keep repeating that over and over again as a way to just remind myself like the way to run fast is to relax the way to run fast is relax and this is especially important for you marathoners like getting to mile 20 is when the race starts so the whole first 20 miles should just be like how relaxed can you be while still running fast it's almost like you're trying to put yourself in a trance state where your your legs are just popping off the ground and you're flowing but you're just super super relaxed like almost telling yourself to fall asleep all right so the next one uh i like to tell myself is like just be here so this is a one that i use when i'm in marathons or anytime in, i'm in a race or workout so say for example today doing 16 by 800 it just it's not even that far it's eight miles of work but it sounds intimidating right it's like when you're on rep two you're like whoa i still got a long ways to go and i feel like i'm hurting really bad so that's when i'll remind myself like just be here just be here just be here and just it, it's my way to just kind of bring myself back to where i am right now and just trying to do a great job with where i am right now you know it's kind of same as the title of my book run the mile you're in which you know that was not my original thought that um came from i don't know dina or or meb or someone in, in mammoth um because that's a mantra that a lot of marathoners pull on because it's so so important like you can go so much deeper and so much harder than you think when you stay present in the mile that you're in right now and just do a good job of what you're doing right now and not worrying about how much further you have to go how many more reps you have to run so oftentimes especially early on in races and long workouts i'm just telling myself just be here just be here just be here <laughs> um all right next one is go into your pain you know this is kind of my way to reframe to myself how i think about pain and we've talked about this a little bit on the podcast but rather than being seeing pain as a bad thing it's being like no like actually like let me just go into it and the funny thing about going into pain is when you're not trying to run away from it when you're not seeing it as bad when you're not trying to get away from it and then you go into it it's actually not as bad as you think <laughs> or at least that's been my experience like anytime i've gone into my pain i'm like you know it's actually not too bad like i can actually handle this but when i'm trying to run away from my pain i'm trying to get out of it i'm like don't want any part of it that's when like it really hurts and that's when i experience the most amount of pain so when i start hurting mile 20 of marathon 23 whenever it might be today was early on in my 800 meter rep workout like i'm just telling myself like go into it like go into it like it's not as bad as you think all right next one uh this is the one i like to tell myself late in races late in workouts um and it's this as it gets harder i get stronger as it gets harder i get stronger so that's just me like telling myself how i am it's like 
I actually I start rising to the occasion. Like I'm 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 formulating this belief in myself that I rise to the occasion as it gets harder. It's almost like this, like I can't wait to start hurting. I can't wait to get to mile 20 because that's when like the best version of me comes out. And this mantra just helps me believe that. So I'll just say this to myself over and over and over again. As it gets harder, I get stronger. As it gets harder, I get stronger. All right, next one. It's all a part of it. This one's been hugely helpful for me, you know, lately. Uh, having so many like bad training runs and feeling not so good on a lot of runs and just kind of embracing all of that you know just being like it helps me kind of shrug off days like today where you have bad workouts and just like no this is just normal it's just all a part of it like this is a part of the journey it's part of the road it's part of me um traveling this journey that we all experience this together you know like you're not the only one who has bad workouts like this is all a part of the journey so this one is really super helpful for me after especially after having kind of bad workouts or bad races just tell myself it's all a part of it it's okay it's all a part of it all right next one just get to the next bottle (laughs) so this one i tell myself this might be less applicable to you guys because you know as pro runners we get eight water bottles out there on the course that they set up on uh on benches not benches on tables yeah that was complicated (laughs) i'm glad i came up with that uh on tables so every 5k we'd get a bottle so this is a way for me to like break up the race in my head and i think i grabbed this from dina or meb one of those guys i think it was dina she would just always just be focused on just getting to the next table getting to the next bottle so you can do the same thing you know like get to the next water stop usually have water stops like every mile so that's a good way to kind of break things up and be like just get to the next water get to the next water and get to the next one you get refreshed you get a little bit of sugar in your system you start feeling better and then you can get to the next one you know and like anticipate those bottles being like man i'm get this bottle and it's gonna just like nourish me and it's gonna give me a boost of energy like expect it to make a difference when you get your bottle because it will make a difference but it'll make even more of a difference if you expect a big hit of energy from this bottle so a great way to kind of just break up the race um, is just to get to your next bottle get to the next water stop get to the next water stop just make it simple little bite-sized steps that's how amazing things are accomplished that's how big prs are run just break it up into little bite-sized pieces all right, next one's kind of a form one that I like to think about. Eyes up, shoulders down, relax everything. So like literally it's just telling myself that. And this is a lot of the thoughts that are going through my mind as I run marathons is form-related stuff, trying to relax as much as I can. And like I was telling you guys, a lot of that for me is relaxing my shoulders, relaxing my arms, feeling my face bouncing up and down, and then also keeping my eyes up. I talked to a lot of athletes about this. It's really easy as you get tired and as your confidence is going down to let your eyes start drifting down. And then, so just do that for a second. Well, not if you're driving, but um, if you're not driving, just like do that for a second. Just let your eyes drift down to the ground and notice what happens with your chin. Like your chin comes down. You're, you're making it harder on yourself to breathe. And it's just not a powerful position to be in, you know, like, like think about like a dog when it does something bad and it comes all docile up to you. It's got its eyes down, its ears back, its shoulders hunched down. Like that thing, that dog is not ready to fight. Like it's, it's like 
ready to take a beating. <laughs> and so it's really easy to like start assuming that kind of same posture when we're running, we're getting tired and we want to fight that off. And so sometimes we can do that just by our body posture. So think like be big, be open, shoulders back, tall, uh, chin up, eyes up and looking down the road. You'll see this if you look at like, especially in track races like the guys who are winning the race i'm talking more about distance running than in sprinting because in general sprinters always have their eyes up but in distance running like you'll see them like as they're coming up to the finish line and usually like like the the guys who are winning the race or they're fighting to win the race usually their eyes are up and you look at other guys behind them they're almost always like eyes down really interesting but definitely something that um, is really important for us to think about as we start to get tired eyes up shoulders down relax everything uh next one is just that i just tell myself papa's proud of me like it's i don't know for me it's so empowering to think about like god being proud of me like god watching me and just being proud of me like regardless of how i'm running like he's just proud of me because he created me and I made his image just like you are, you know? And so it just, it, I think that's one of the most empowering thoughts we can think is about someone being proud of us. So for you, you know, might not be thinking about God being proud of you, but it could be thinking about your spouse being proud of you or your mom, or your dad, or your kids or your dog. If you got <laughs> reach really far, um, you know, someone's proud of you and like thinking about, oh man, they're so proud of me. Like, Think about them watching you and being proud of you. I would often do that when I was racing marathons. I'd look into the the uh, video camera that was recording us, and I'd think about like my loved ones at home watching and and knowing that they're proud of me as they're watching me race. And that just kind of like helped take pressure off myself that I didn't have anything to prove. Like the people I really care about are already proud of me, and they're going to be proud of me no matter how I do today. So like just relax and have fun. All right, next one is number 12, pour it out. So, you know, this one's pretty straightforward. I just tell myself, pour it out, pour it out. Now, this is something I tell myself more in the last, like, mile or two of a race. Like, for example, I remember getting to mile 25 at Boston and seeing if I ran my last mile under five minutes, I'd run under 205. If I didn't, I'd be over 205. And I was having a little debate in my mind. Like, I was like, well, 205 still massive PR sounds pretty good. But I knew, I was like, I might never have this opportunity again pour it out just pour it out like everything inside of you pour it out and that really helped me to kind of push that last mile and and sneak under 205 all right next one goes right along with that you may never get this chance again you know oftentimes i think it's okay to have like create that kind of um urgency in your race that like you like life is so uncertain so unpredictable unpredictable none of us ever know if we're gonna have this opportunity again so like let's make the most of today like so i'll just remind myself of that especially deep in races you may never get this chance again you may never get this chance again and that that helps me and just be like make the most of it you know like seize the opportunity um next one is one of my favorite ones to tell myself because one of the lies that that pop into my mind when i'm running and hurting and battling negativity is like i'm so tired i'm so tired like like i'm never gonna make it like those kind of thoughts you know and what i've learned is that there's a lot more there than i think like my body is trying to lie to me it's trying to tell me like 
you don't have enough. You can't maintain this pace. You're never going to make it. Like that's what my body's trying to tell me because it's trying to preserve itself, but it's, it's reserving extra energy. Like there's always more there. So I'll just tell myself that when I start hurting, there's more there, there's more there, there's more there. And I'll just repeat that. That's literally, it's on repeat in my mind for like miles and miles towards the end of races. Uh, next one is something I'd more tell myself in the first uh, half of the race, especially is just rhythm, 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 rhythm. Like just find that nice, smooth rhythm where you're feeling good, your energy, your output is right on point. Like you are just in tune with your body and what pace you can maintain, what effort you can maintain, um, and just finding that perfect rhythm. So I'll just tell myself that find your rhythm, find your rhythm, find your rhythm. All right, next one uh, is just give grace to myself. So I'll just tell myself, give grace to yourself. When I I use this one when I start beating myself up, because I'm I'm my own worst critic out there. Like I beat myself up more. Well, I think more than everyone else does. I'm not sure. I don't pay attention to message boards and all that, so um, can't speak definitively to that. But I've, I I'm very tough on myself. So oftentimes this is something I have to remind myself, give grace to yourself, give grace to yourself. Like it's okay. Like it kind of goes with that other mantra of like, it's all part of it. Like just give, be good to yourself. Listen to your body. Like it's okay. This is all a part of it. Give grace to yourself. All right. Next one is something, uh, Terrence Mahan, one of my previous coaches told me, um, is he's like i want you to be like a samurai be ready for everything expect nothing and this is a great one to be thinking about on the starting line because oftentimes i'll go to the starting line with a very you know i think my race is going to play out exactly x y and z and i visualize it over and over again which is great by the way there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with it as long as you're ready for anything that's going to come your way so it is a balance there it's like you want to have seen it happen like a million times in your head visualizing and training but then you want to be open that anything can happen during the race you don't know what your competitors are going to do you're not you don't know how your body is going to be feeling you're not you don't know what the weather is going to be like so you really have to have this attitude of like i am ready for everything but i'm not expecting anything right or no sorry i'm be ready for anything expect nothing so be ready no that's not right either <laughs> i messed that one up uh what is it expect be ready for anything expect nothing that's what i wrote down but that's not feeling right to me anymore it's well google it up search it up it's <laughs> it's a uh, the saying of the samurai uh, expect nothing be ready for everything i think that's it so it's like like you have no expectations, but you're ready for everything. That's kind of the idea behind it. Kind of botched that one. Sorry, guys. <laughs> All right. Anyways, let's move on. Uh, number eighteen. Uh, just you. You are statements or I am statements. I guess is is better way to say it. So I am strong. I am a champion. I am fast. I am mentally tough. I am ferocious. I am tenacious. I am better the more the harder it gets the better i am like any kind of like i am statements are just super super powerful mantras and in a way to cultivate a belief about yourself that um that can really like become real you know it might be initially something that 
you want to believe about yourself, but deep down inside, you don't really believe about yourself. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Like I, I'm that way with a lot of different things, but the more I just hammer this into my mind, like I am brave. I am bold. I am bold. I am bold. I am a risk taker. I am not afraid. Like the more you can just saturate your mind with this thought, the more it's going to blossom and turn you're going to turn into that belief that you want to believe about yourself so just encourage you guys just hammer yourself with i am statements especially when negativity comes your way just throw that right in the face of negativity and be like no i am x y and z i am strong i am whatever it is like throw it in the face of your negativity all right, next one. Uh, kind of goes with one of my other ones. I love doing hard things. Again, kind of just sh- uh, changing my perspective on pain and suffering. It's being like, no, I love this. Like, I love pushing. I love like getting to the finish line, knowing I battled through my pain, my uncomfort. Like, like I actually love the pain, and it's just a way for me to kind of change how I view pain. Uh, next one. Uh, thankfulness is the doorway to breakthrough so you know like i'm always going through breakthrough in my life whether it's running or other areas and i just remind myself like thankfulness is how you get there you know because there's two different ways you can see any workout you might do like today for example for me like i can compare it to my my best workout that i've had of this build up and then just be bummed out afterwards and frustrated or i can compare it to like where i was two months ago just starting out and be like man i'm so thankful that i've seen so much growth and yeah today wasn't a great day but look at all the growth that i've seen you know look how far i've come and there's always that battle it's like there's always two ways to look at your circumstances, two ways to look at your workouts, two ways to look at your races. Like, are you going to choose thankfulness or are you going to choose being frustrated because it wasn't what you wanted? So that one's huge for me. I just have to tell myself that all the time, especially after races, especially after bad races. Thankfulness, thankful. Like, what can I find to be thankful about right now? Uh, next one is just simple. It's like, not today. I remember one time I was uh, getting ready for a workout at Stanford and I'd been kind of having a rough summer of, of training and just kind of like a rough go of things and training hadn't been clicking well. And I remember doing drills and strides and for some reason just felt like something just welled up inside me. He's like, you know what? Like I am tired of like being frustrated. I'm tired of having bad workouts. Like not today, like today I'm going to bring it. And so I remember just repeating that over and over again in my mind not today not today not today and what it does it just kind of makes me you know the flight or fight flight or fight thing it kind of puts me into that fight mode you know because i don't know about you guys sometimes when i'm doing workouts especially if i'm not feeling good i just feel like i'm just being like taken advantage of by my workout (laughs) i feel like it's just like crushing me like i feel i've literally like visualized myself sometimes when i'm having like really bad runs like like finding a sword in the forest and holding it and like falling on it <laughs> and you guys don't gotta be worried i'm not actually gonna do this but it's sometimes it's like my way of entertaining myself i'm like this is like the worst thing ever <laughs> um and so to fight that off it's uh, you know that's very much of like i'm being killed by this thing mentality and sometimes you just need to switch that around and be like nope you know what not today like today i'm fighting today i'm rising up like 
no more. Like you, it's kind of like you're drawing a line in the sand and you're, you're saying no more, like not today. Today, I'm going to hammer this workout. I'm going to bring everything I got. May or may not be, you know, the performance, the time that I'm hoping for, my goal time, but I'm going to get everything out of myself today. So I'll just repeat this to myself over and over again when I want to rise up and fight. Not today. Not today. Not today. All right. Uh, next one's kind of similar to that. It's just like different saying, meaning the same thing. So I won't spend much time on it, but just like bring it. It's the same thing. It's just like bring it. And it, again, it just puts me in that kind of like fight mode, you know? It's like just bring it, man. Bring it. Bring the pain. Like, oh, you got it. Bring it. Bring it. Bring it. You know, like you can, you can like work yourself into like, like a, a tizzy kind of like work yourself into like like I'm fighting something right now kind of mode by what you're telling yourself in your mind. Remember, this was kind of one that I used uh, before when I was running the World Marathon Challenge. And the previous day, I had a terrible race in Spain on day four. And then day five in Morocco, I was running my marathon. And I just got into this like fight mode where I think I was using like not today. And then I remember at one point just being like, bring it, bring it. Come on. Like, that's all you got. Like, bring it. And just like getting like, like not... I don't, yeah, I guess kind of mad out there, like, but not mad at anyone or myself or any, just, just like, just like fighting, fighting, just like rising up and fighting. I don't know. Like, I don't know if I can totally articulate how I was feeling, but I was, I was in fight mode, you know? So sometimes we need to, to say these things to kind of put us in that fight mode. All right, we're, we're getting there guys. I need a couple more. Uh, so this is another one I like to tell myself when I'm doing threshold runs, when I'm doing uh, marathon races, I visual, or if it's windy, I love this one for when it's windy, I just visualize myself like being a hot knife cutting through butter. And just like I'm so like silky smooth right now, like I'm just cutting through this, like like just popping off the ground, feeling bouncy, feeling smooth. I picture myself like Bernard Lagat. <laughs> when I watch that guy run, he he looks like a hot knife cutting through butter. And so I, I'd kind of tell myself that I'm a hot knife cutting through butter, cut through butter, cut through butter. Like it just makes me like have this sense of like feeling really smooth and, and also relaxing at the same time. All right, next one is uh, drive through your pockets. Again, this is kind of a form one. So oftentimes like this is a cue for me to relax my shoulders, relax my arms. And so I'll picture my hands just driving through my pockets. So coming down, just lightly touching my hip and then driving back up. Um, so just like through my pockets, through my pockets, through my pockets. It's amazing how like little physical cues like this can make a big difference when you're out there racing, doing hard workouts. Another one that I like to tell myself, and I like to cheer with this one too, or tell my athletes this, you know, like there's going to be a stage of the race where I want you to collect yourself. And so this is often like right before you're going to kick, like I'll just get in this mode of like collect myself, collect myself, collect myself. It's like, you know, like the hard part of the race is coming. So say for example, Boston Marathon, you know, those big hills are coming at you in Newton and you get to where you can see the firehouse and you're going down that little stretch. Like that's the time where I'll just be like, just collect myself, collect myself, collect myself. Like it's going to come like relax, deep breath, shake out the arms, collect yourself and then go. And so it's, it's kind of like you're like storing up energy and you're like preparing yourself for, Hey, it's about to go down. Let's, let's get ourselves ready for it. 
So that way you're not surprised. You know, you don't feel like you just got hit in the chin when you hit those big hills or when you get to the end of a race and you need to kick or um, you know you're going to get to a, t- a tough section, mile 25 of a marathon. You're just like, just collect, like the whole time before that, the whole mile before, collect yourself, collect yourself, relax, collect yourself, and then we're going to go when we get to this point. All right, uh, next one. This one I actually got from my dad uh, when we trained together. He'd always tell me, he's like, this is like my all day long pace. So we'd be out running like easy runs or long runs, and he'd be like, I could run this pace all day. And uh, so that's that's one that I'll also use for myself when I'm doing threshold runs or like early on in marathon. I'm just like all day long, all day long, all day long. And it just kind of puts me in this like headspace of like, I can run this for days and days. All right, last one. Uh, and this one I stole from Sarah. This is number 28. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. I love this one. I love this one because, you know, running, racing, seeing how fast you can be over any given distance requires being uncomfortable. And so if you're okay with that, if, if you can get comfortable in your discomfort, that's when good things happen. So anyways, guys, hope that's been helpful. Those are my mantras I got for you guys. Hope that they help you get through your negativity that you might be experiencing in your workouts and races. And uh, yeah, happy training, guys. Look forward to the next one. Until then, happy training.